0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to today's Daily Dose of Awesome, your 15 minutes of motivation, inspiration, and education brought to you by Elite Marketing Pro. My name is Vitaly Grimblad. I'm Chief Copywriter here at EMP, and I'm your host for today. And today, we're going to talk about eight reasons why people don't have more success in our business, eight things that could be keeping you uh, from having more and making more money and growing your business. Uh, now, not all, all, all eight may apply to you, maybe one or two, or maybe all of them apply to you, I don't know, so as we go through them, we're going to find out, Uh, but I hope you take notes and and see which areas or which one of these can help you take your business and your income to the next level and possibly identify um, areas where you're maybe stuck at, so, um, hey Ed, Jonas, I see people popping on, Curtis, Teresa, great to see you guys, cool. All right. Very cool. So, hey, Don. So let's jump into it. Eight reasons people don't have more success in their business. So reason number one, and this may not apply to you, uh, especially to all the people that I just named, because I know you guys are in business. And, uh, but I know a lot of people suffer from this, and that is having a, an employee mindset versus a business owner's mindset. And I want to talk about that for just a second because so for 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 some people, and actually for a lot of people, especially if you're just starting out online, that could be a big issue. When I first got started in in direct sales, uh, actually when I when I went full time in my direct sales career back in 1998, so almost 20 years ago, um, I remember I showed up on Monday, October 3rd. I showed up to uh, I think it was October 3rd. I showed up to the office because I had an office that I worked out of, and It's like, what do you do, right? Because up to that point, I was 22 years old. Up to that point, and this is true for most of us, actually for all of us, you know, you go to school for 12 years or so, uh, and you're told what to do. Then you enter the workforce, and you're told what to do, right? Nine to five or whatever your working schedule is. And so then, when you enter entrepreneurship and you get into business for yourself, nobody's telling you what to do. I mean, you have all these ideas, and you have all these tips and things that you know you should be doing, but nobody's there really telling you like, you got to do this and, and giving you a schedule and giving you specific things that you must accomplish in a daily basis. And so if you're not trained, if your mind is not rewired to that of a, of a business owner, but you're still in the, maybe in the employee mindset, that's a problem because time goes by and your entire day kind of goes away and nothing gets done. And so back to 1998, when I, Went full-time, I walked into the office, and I'm thinking, all right, so what do I do, right? I mean, I, I, at that point, I've been in the business for three years, part-time, and I knew that I had to call people, get on the phone, get on appointments, uh, and, and go close business and recruit people into my, into my business. And so I figured that, you know what, every single day, if I just focus on one thing, and, and it didn't come to me like in the very first day, but I very quickly got that if I don't do something that's going to make me money today, I'm not going to be able to be full-time in that business much longer. And so I had a lot of goals, like how many people I'm going to contact that day, how many phone calls I'm going to make, how many appointments I want to set, and so forth. But ultimately, my goal was that I needed to make money today. And so I was was going into the office every single morning with the mindset that what do I have to do today to move my business forward so that I can make money, so that I can continue doing this full-time and grow my business. And that's the only thing I thought of when I woke up first thing in the morning, drive to the office. That's all I focused on. Now, at that point, it was making phone calls, okay? So I had to get, make phone calls. Maybe it was following up with somebody. Maybe it's following up to close that sale that I've been following up with for three months. Whatever it was, but the, the, the bottom line focus was on making money. And so look at your business right now and just simply ask yourself, like, what do I have to do today? What is the one thing that I can do today that will move my business forward? Because out of maybe a dozen things that you have on your to-do list, because we all have long to-do lists, I'm pretty sure you have one, maybe two things that you have to get done today in order for your business to move forward. And if you focus on that one thing, that's going to help you, right? And that's the difference between an employee and a business owner. Because when you're, again, when you're an employee, you you show up for work, often you're told what to do. Even if you're in a managerial executive role, so to speak, uh, you still quite often are told what to do because there's a structure and there's... There's, there, there are things in place in, in that environment, in the, in the workforce environment. But when you're in business for yourself, nobody's telling you what to do. So if you're not telling yourself what to do, you're not going to last full-time much uh, you know, for a very long time. And one other thing I'll say about this is if you're still part-time in the business, then the hours that you do put into this business on a part-time basis, you have to treat it like full-time. Otherwise, the dream of going full-time will never happen for you. So you got to make sure that you focus on the one thing that will move your business forward. All right. So that's number one. Number two, they have a problem with selling or they don't think that they're in the business of selling, so to speak. So that's a, I see that as an issue, especially when I look at ads. Uh, I think a lot of people are just afraid to admit that they're in the business of making a sale. Okay. I'm, (laughs) I'm kind of shocked when I, when I, when I see that people back away and, and are timid about asking for the sale or admitting the fact that they are in sales. Now, we are in business to make sales. We're in business to make money, and you can't be shy about it. And so I think it stems from, well, it could stem from a lot of different things, but one is that, that stigma of a used car salesman, that you don't want to be portrayed or perceived as a salesperson. Um, and certainly when you're in business you, you know, and you're selling things, you don't have to come across as pushy or aggressive. But a lot of people think that you have to be that way in order to be successful in sales. So let me put you at ease and tell you that, you know, if you, if you come from that mindset, it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to be pushy. You don't have to be aggressive. In fact, look, I'm an introvert. You know, I, a lot of people are, are, are extroverts who are in our business, and they, they, they love talking to people, and, and they don't mind getting out there and shaking hands and, you know, and all that stuff. For me, that was always an issue, okay, uh, which is why I was told by a number of people when I first got started that you know, you're not going to succeed in sales because you, you chose the wrong thing. That's not, that doesn't fit your personality. But what I found out is that being aggressive and being pushy has nothing to do with sales. That's just a stigma that we have of, of, of people who, who are in sales. The truth is that the most successful salespeople, they're not pushy and aggressive at all. They just know how to communicate with people, okay? but they're not afraid of asking for the sale, and they're not afraid to, uh, uh, to tell people that they are in sales. Um, you know the other thing you could you could you can think about this way when it comes to sales. Everything in our world revolve like our entire world, our our entire economy revolves around sales and, and, and goods being sold, right? Everything that we enjoy in our lives, all the luxuries that you have, everything is there because somebody made a sale. Somebody had to sell something to somebody else in order for you to be able to go into the store and buy that item, or or, or go on Amazon or go on a website and purchase it. And so sales kind of drives everything in our world. So you got to feel good about that. And I know most people don't who are who are not in business, and that's okay. That's their perception of it. But you can't have a negative outlook on being in sales, and at the same time be able, in the same time, succeed in sales. So uh, you got to fix that. All right. Um, just study what what some of the great successful sales, how great successful salespeople of the past have 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 acted and, and what they've done to get ahead. And, uh, and develop those, some of those same attitudes and some of those same skills and, uh, and just have a different outlook on sales. Okay? Um, the third reason that that's keeping people stuck and, and not being as successful as they could be is that somewhere deep down inside, they, um, they feel bad about making money. Now, most people don't admit to the fact that uh, they feel bad about making money, but the truth is a lot of people do. Maybe it has to do with their upbringing. Maybe it has to do with religious reasons. Okay, like you've heard the saying, you know, uh, uh, money is the root of all evil. It's not a true saying, but a lot of people believe that. Okay, somewhere deep down inside, they have that ingrained in them: is that if, if you have too much money, you're you're not a good person. Okay, maybe it's guilt. Maybe it's the fact that people who make money are greedy. I mean, look at TV. Look at look at the media. Look at Hollywood. Usually, rich people are portrayed as greedy, as 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 uh, self centered, right? careless. They don't care about other people. All they care about is themselves and accumulating a lot of money. I mean, that's how a lot of rich people are portrayed in the movies. But I know that that's not true because most of the successful people and and, and wealthy people that I know, they're not like that at all. right? But those are not the kind of people that we see on TV. right? Those are not the kind of people that we see among the celebrities crowd. And so on a subconscious level, a lot of people resent making money. Maybe they're ashamed of it. Maybe they're guilty of it. I don't know. Whatever those issues are, there could be a number of issues. But that's keeping you from from, from becoming successful. Because if you have any doubt at all that making money is good, then it's going to keep you from, from, from achieving your full potential as an entrepreneur and making a lot of money. You know, how many of you guys, I'm just kind of looking at the comments here. Uh, yeah, Don says lots of stories about money. Big fat lie keeps us all broke. Absolutely. So um, Zig Ziglar had a great quote right? You can have anything in life if you want, if you help enough other people get what they want, okay? So as long as you focus on the value, as long as you focus on on solving other people's problems, it's okay to charge money for that. And it's okay to make a lot of money from that, because the more value you provide, the more money you're going to make, right? So the amount of money you're going to make is in direct proportion to the number of people that you could help achieve what they want, especially in in our type of business, okay? So you got to get over if, if you have some issues about money, you got to learn to deal, you got you to learn to get over that, all right, and just feel good about making money. Money is good, and not be ashamed of it, okay? So that's as far as the mindset is concerned. Now, the fourth thing is um, a lot of people, they're not willing to become successful because they're not willing to acquire the skills, the new skills that they need, and continuously sharpen their saw, and so just the mere fact that you are watching this today, and you've all of you I know have invested in books and maybe courses and training and coaching programs, right? I know you're continuing to invest and in, and in, in learn in in you know learn new skills. Uh, but at the same time, you have to work on developing them. It's not just you know it's not just good enough to buy a book. Like I have a lot of books. Truth be told, I haven't read every single book that I have. Like I buy a book, I'll scan through it, you know, and 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 some of them I read cover to cover. Some of them I read halfway through. You know, some of them I bought and. Uh, you know, they're there because I bought them and, and I have intentions of reading them. I'm sure nobody's done that before, right? You buy a book, you have intentions of reading them, and you didn't get to it yet. So I have a few of those on my shelves. Anybody anybody like that? Anybody ha- ha- has a book that, that they haven't read yet? Okay, I have a few of those. <clears throat> Excuse me. My voice is still a little uh, not 100% recovered. From, uh, from having a cold a few days ago. Uh, but um, but what I'm talking about developing skills, actually working on your skills, not just getting the books and the courses, but actually working. So let me give you an example, okay? So what I do is I write copy. That's one of the main things I do, okay? Um, even though I have other skills when it comes to marketing, but, but writing sales copy, particularly emails and sales letters, that's the main thing that I do, and that's really what I focus on and have focused on for years. And so I'm always working on developing that skill. So let me share with you one of the things that I do, okay? Um, and you may have heard this before from, from other people. You may have read that in the course or in a book somewhere, uh, or maybe you haven't, so this will be new for you. Uh, but I promise you that like 99.99% of people out there who've heard this have never done it, okay? Or if they have done it, they haven't done it consistently. So one of the ways that you learn how to write copy before I reveal it actually, let me let me ask you guys you want you want me to share a little secret like how do you learn how to write great copy? I want I want to see uh, some people comment in the chat box if you actually want me to tell you this. Because if not, I'm you know I'm Yes, okay, good. All right, Harold says yes, I'm seeing some likes. All right, cool. So I'm gonna go ahead and definitely <laughs> All right. I'm not teasing you guys, I'm just I'm just having a little fun. All right, so one of the things um, one of the ways that you learn how to write copy is you study other people's ads and you handwrite them, as in like not not type it out, but but write it out by hand. Because when you write something out by hand, it leaves a neurological imprint on your brain. As you get into the flow of the copy and you learn the the framework, the the art, the the structure of that sales letter or that sales piece, and so there are a lot of benefits to that. All right. And so I do, I I have that right here. Um, I have, I'm just going to show you, see a lot of handwritten stuff. Like I have a very thick book here and I handwrite stuff all the time. I'm just going to flip a few pages so you guys can see. Okay. You see that, you know, the light's reflection, not good. So sales letter after sales letter, after sales letter, I, I write out by hand and, uh, I don't do this every day because it's very time-consuming, but I do this like, I don't know, three times a week, four times a week, you know. Sometimes I do it daily. Sometimes I'll skip three, four days. and But every week, at least one or two days, usually three, at least three days, I, I try to write something out by hand. And uh, you do this consistently. You know, you write out good headlines by hand, bullets, and, and other stuff. Your, your, your skill over a period of time is going gonna, is gonna to really, really uh, elevate as, as a copywriter. And so that's what I'm talking about, is most people are just not willing to take the time to develop a skill. Whatever that skill is, it doesn't have to be copywriting. If it's doing videos, you know how you get good at doing videos? You do them. You, you, you push the live button or, or record button, and you just record a video. And you do this three, four, five, ten, 10, you know, I don't know, 50 times, you will get good. I don't care how bad you are in the beginning, you're going to get good right? Most people are stuck because they're not willing to do that. So number five, uh, they're not willing to regularly connect with their audience and be real with them. Look, at the end of the day, we're in the business of making sales, but but who are you making a sale to? Who are you enrolling in your business? People. So if you want to build an audience, you got to connect with them. And most people sit we're in the internet marketing business, right? We're in the business of, of, of using the internet to connect with people. But most people hide behind their monitors and behind their computers and are not willing to step out of their comfort zone and connect. And it could be through a post. It could be through a Facebook Live like this. It could be through an email. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't have to be all of them. Choose one. Choose two. But do it. And I know that people have hangups about writing emails because they think that they don't have the, the, the ability to write really well, well, I'm going to challenge you that, you know, anybody can, can write well because if you can talk, you can write. It's just a matter of practicing that skill. Same thing with videos. You know, some people are more natural on videos. Some people are better. Uh, I'm certainly not the best person when it comes to videos. And for me, for a long time, I had a, a hang-up about getting on camera and, you know, well, what i going to say and all of that. Well, you know, you do this enough times, you'll get over it, all right? But the point is that you've got to connect with people and you got to do it daily. Because if you don't connect with your audience on a daily basis, they're gonna forget about you. They're not gonna remember you exist. So if you want to build a big audience, go get them and then connect with them, right? Just because you got them, just because they're in your Aweber list or and they're in the Elite Marketing Pro list with you being with that lead, be, you being as the affiliate for that lead, they don't know you exist until you connect with them. All right. So Wanda says you're giving me aha moments today. Excellent. Susan says I struggle with that some days. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it, sometimes, it, it, and then goes back to what I said initially about the mindset. Like, what do you have to do today to grow your business? And if that one thing is connecting with your audience, then focus on that and do it daily. And, you know, anything you do for, for I don't know, if it's 21 days, you know, for in, in many books people said it's 21 days to develop a habit. I don't know if it's 21 days or 28 days or 30 days. But you do it for a long enough period of time, you're going to develop it. You're going to get into the habit of writing those emails or doing those lives or doing those posts and it's going to be weird for you for, on the days that you don't connect with your audience, all right? So, number five was not willing to connect. Uh, number six, not willing to invest in order to get results. So, what I'm talking about is not investing in books and training and coaching. That's important, right? I, I, I've invested a lot of money over the years in my own education. And I continue to invest all the time. But I'm talking about investing and in actually getting results, like running an ad, buying traffic, and seeing what in testing things, because ultimately the best teacher is you putting your money on the line, buying an ad and seeing or paying for an ad and seeing what kind of results you'll get. And it can be a little bit scary because, you know, when you buy a book or you buy a course, it's there, right? It's physical. It's there. Even if it's in your hard drive or it's in the members area, it's like, OK, I know I paid for the course. It's there. I got these 12 modules. Great. But when you're buying traffic, it's like, you know, Facebook charges you your card and it's gone. But that's not how you have to look at it. You have to look at it as an investment in data, right? You're acquiring data. You're you're buying data, and you're learning what works and what doesn't work. You're seeing how people are responding to your ads, okay? And if you're not willing to invest in, 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 in that data, in acquiring some of that traffic, how are you going to move your business forward? So you don't have to invest a lot of money to start with. You start with a little bit, and you get comfortable with maybe $10 a day. And then you move it up a little, a little bit, a notch, right? And you, then you invest $20 a day and $30 a day. Eventually, you'll get more. You'll be comfortable with investing more and more money to get those results, okay? But if you're not willing to invest, you're not going to grow your business, okay? So that was number six. Uh, number seven, and that's huge, uh, not understanding the numbers of the business. So if you don't have any input, you're not going to have any output, right? you gotta, you got to understand what those numbers are. And so... In, in, in our business, in the business of buying traffic uh, and, and, and generating leads and generating sales, there are certain numbers that you have to know. You have to understand that it takes certain numbers in order to produce results. So if you want to make a sale, not every person that's going to look at your ad is going to buy. Because first, you've got to generate a click. And I know this is very, very basic. But sometimes these basics is where we forget these fundamentals. Uh, we're, 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 we forget them. And then, and then people don't understand what, what's keeping them stuck. And so your ad has to generate a click. And clicks have to generate leads. And leads generate sales. But you can't expect every single person to click. The, uh, the, the clicks on an ad is going to get become a lead and is going to buy. So if you run an ad for any period of time and you've gotten maybe 50 clicks and you've gotten maybe five leads and then you look you say, I haven't made any money yet. I, you know I had 50 people click on my ad and nothing's happening. A lot of things are happening. You're learning that the ad is working or not working. You're learning who's looking at your ad. You're learning what the click-through rate is, like you, you've you generated some clicks. You've gotten some leads, but you don't have enough leads in order for people to buy, because five leads, that's not enough. you got to generate 50, 100 leads, and then you can take a look and see, all right, has anybody bought yet? If, if no, then all right, well, my ad is working, I'm generating clicks but the leads aren't converting, or they're not converting as fast as I want them to, so what can I do about that, all right? But you can't expect to put a little bit in and to see and to get a lot out. So not understanding those numbers will drive you crazy, will drive you insane. So learn the numbers. And the numbers are, they're going to be different for everybody, but the numbers are you got to get a lot of clicks in order to generate some leads. You should see somewhere between 5 to 20% conversion on your leads. So if you want to get... Uh, 20 leads, let's say, you got to generate 100 clicks, maybe 150 clicks. And if you want to generate one sale, you got to get 20, 30, maybe 40 leads before you can generate that one sale, right? Maybe 50 leads. It just depends on, on your ad. It depends on, on what you've said to that lead. It depends on other factors, but those are the numbers. But going back to what I said earlier, you know, you can't generate a sale if you only have a couple leads, maybe five leads. So that's important to understand. So that's number seven. And then the final one, not willing to take action. A lot of people just would rather learn what to do and then they sit back and not take the action, not implement what they've learned. If you wanna get results, you gotta take action. You gotta do something every single day that moves your business. It could be emailing your list, it could be doing a Facebook Live, it could be creating a new blog post, connecting with people on Facebook, creating a new ad. So there are five things right there, okay? Do any one of those things every single day? I can't imagine being able, doing that, and after 60 or 90 days, not having results. It's impossible. The challenge is that most people don't do it long enough. They do it for a day or two or maybe a week at the most, and then they start, and then they look at the result. They refresh the screen, and it's like, where are the results? The results don't happen the same day that you take the action. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they take a while to you know, to to, to develop, to, to uh, uh, mature. So you got to take action, and you got to do it consistent. you got to be consistent about it, and then you can see the results in a week, in two weeks, in a month. But I can't imagine doing all these things for 90 days and not getting the results. So there are your eight things that, in my opinion, are what keeping people from, from moving forward and to really exploding their business. Let me just quickly go through them again. Uh, employee versus employer or business owner mindset, right, just not having somebody tell you what to do but knowing that you got to do something every day to move your business forward, um, having a problem with selling, not seeing yourself as a salesperson, not being bold about the fact that you are in the business of making a sale, um, not, have, not feeling good about making money, having hang-ups about charging money and, and making money, Um, not willing to acquire new skills and not willing to continuously, continuously, regularly sharpen the saw and get better at your craft. Uh, Number five, not willing to regularly connect with your audience by sending emails, doing Facebook Lives, doing Facebook posts, and writing your own blog posts. Number six, not willing to invest in order to get results. Number seven, not understanding the numbers of our business. And finally, not taking action on a regular basis. So those are the eight things, guys. Let me just quickly take a look at the comments here all right stacy says so true excellent janae i do lives enjoy doing lives but i need more views yep so do them on a regular basis you'll get more views right harold says i generate over 200 clicks with no leads well you know what harold i can't help you right now on the daily dose of awesome but post it in the community get somebody to look at your ad get somebody to review what you're doing uh because obviously something is not working there, right? So something is working, right? You're generating clicks, but if you're not getting the leads, then something is going on there. So we can dig into that. Um, all right, thanks, Jill, Dawn, Marilyn, fantastic. So awesome, guys. Well, I, as always, I've enjoyed uh, spending these 20, where are we at, 25 minutes with you, a little bit over, and I hope you got some value out of it, and uh, I hope you take action on some of this. So with that, guys, thanks, and I'll, I'll see you next time. All right, take care, everybody.